0: Welcome to the Ideal Network Radio Show on Building Fortunes Radio with your hosts, Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Make sure you check us out by clicking on the Ideal Network Radio Show link on buildingfortunesradio.com. That's www.buildingfortunesradio.com. The short version of the word Ideal in Ideal Network stands for I do everything around life, love, liberty, and laughter. And there's much more. Thanks for listening in and share this with the people that are most important to you. Now on to our show with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingles. Let's get started.
1: Hello, everyone. This is Peter Mingles here. You're listening to us on a Wednesday. Believe it or not, it's a Wednesday. It's the new Tuesday. For those people that are listening in, it's the first radio show we're doing of 2024 for the Ideal Network, and it's January 3rd. It's a Wednesday, but because Monday was a holiday, it feels like it's a Tuesday, if you know what I mean. So even though it is Wednesday, it feels like it's a Tuesday. So we are here talking about whatever we're going to talk about on Building Fortunes Radio. And the way this whole thing got started is Darlene Sartori and I started doing radio shows when I first started building – buildingfortunesradio.com, and I knew I wanted a platform for interesting people to tell their stories and share their uh, experiences and all that sort of stuff for the people that they have as well as the people that they'll accumulate along the way, and Darlene was one of our very first radio show guest hosts, and she runs the Ideal Network, so we talk about a lot of stuff. We talked a little bit about, you know, ending up uh, last year um, on this previous radio show towards 2023. And if you want to hear the previous radio shows, you can go back to buildingfortressradio.com forward slash ideal or ideal network. And um, we kind of left off the new year talking about a new project that we have going on. It's a new website that she's going to be posting to. It's called idealnetwork.info. So ideal. Network.info is the domain name, and although there's little of it put together right now because we just put it together for the beginning part of this week, or last week rather, um, she's going to be posting different things like notes from the show and other important things, so you'll want to check out that if you're listening to one of these as an archived radio show. So the most important thing I want to say is, Darlene, thanks for being here on our first radio show, Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2024 on January 3rd. So thanks for being here.
2: Well, thank you, Peter, for hosting this. Uh, It is exciting to have another first start. So this being the first of 2024, I thought that the first thing that uh, we might do is kind of put together um, the framework of how we're going to move forward in 2024 And you mentioned the new website that you've built. Uh, What I feel like that we need is another layer to this audio because I'm accustomed to doing things by webinars on the Internet uh, so that I have the visual part uh, in order to show people. Because I do much better when I have something in front of me that I can look at. Um, and jog my memory when I forget uh, a word or a name. So uh, today I'm going to talk about something that is kind of a tragedy, but at the same time a glorification, because I mentioned uh, in the past that one of my dear friends um, graduated the last part of November and we have invested a lot of the time over the last um, month uh, or so getting her uh, estate organized, uh, getting her belongings dispersed, uh, and we were absolutely uh, thrilled when um, the family uh, decided to donate the entire library that um, Linda had accrued over the period of time. I always thought I had a large library until I started cleaning out her library. And we still have a few more books left, but they are unloading the books that we unloaded yesterday, uh, loaded up yesterday. They're just now bringing in some of the ones that were quote unquote in her hallway. And um, when uh, we got everything cleaned out of the hallway, Her cousin said, oh, my heavens, that's a seat. There's an actual bench here in the hallway. Well, what she had done was stacked all of the botanical uh, encyclopedias on that bench um, because she ran out a long time ago of places to put books. She had stacks of books everywhere. Uh, And so we have now, um, between a U-Haul and then uh, running three vehicles uh, several days a week, uh, we have begun to get most of her things put into either the 120 East Water Street house or out here in the country home uh, so that we can go through and organize and put them together in the categories that she did not have the room to do, nor have I had the room to do a complete library setup. So that's going to be our skill that we learn this year, is how to organize a library appropriately. I organize mine a little bit differently uh, than what uh, the category they set up for the Congress and all the different libraries that have been done So it's going to be a new learning experience for me to try to eliminate uh, some of my habits that I have collected over the years that haven't been um, um, as efficient uh, at finding things. But I know what I'm looking for, and I like things in categories of what I'm working with them on. So you know that one of the things that I've talked about the latter part of last year was pulling together what we're calling the chaplains course, the whole life chaplains. Because one of the things that we've lost on our planet is truly this idea of a God within. Okay? That we all have this unique uh, fragment of God uh, that guides us. And one of the things happens early on in our life, if we don't find that inner God fragment or that DNA uh, code that helps us to develop our morality, our consciousness, our conscience, if we don't develop that early on, we end up having a lot of problems throughout our lives because we don't have a moral compass to guide us with a straight north, as you would say. So I don't know how many people have heard the Bermuda Triangle and how many planes and ships have been lost in that area uh, off the coast of Florida. And there are several places around the planet, I guess, that have additional uh, places they've called, um, you know, Bermuda Triangle. Well, the dynamic is what happens, it seems like, that causes it if they lose their compass ability. Uh, it, the compass spins around and around and, you know, unless you have some other things to guide you, like a star or something like that. And if there's a cloud, you don't have the stars to guide you. So this dynamic is being able to have uh, this ability to be able to have a compass to guide you in the direction that you desire to have for your life. So several years ago, Linda and I, uh, by the way, her name is Linda Darlene May, M-A-Y, Linda Darlene May. And my, my first name is Darlene. So we're the two old Darlene's. Or in other words, as I have sitting here on my, uh, on my desk, I have two books sitting up side by side. It says two old women, and the next one is outwitting the devil. So we kind of jokingly called ourselves and our project Two Old Women Outwitting the Devil. Uh, And so that kind of gives you, number one, our sense of humor. But number two, the connecting points of what we were doing with our lives were dedicated from the very beginning. Uh, She had a very difficult life. Um, and she didn't have the strong family ties and the things that um, that I was so richly blessed with. And so her and I got along very, very well because one of the things that I didn't know was how things didn't go well and how important that family was in creating uh, a great compass for us to be able to live with grace, elegance, and ease. And to be successful in our lives. So the importance of family is A, number one. And if there's background noise, I forgive it because they got, there's uh, two guys that are still hauling in um, uh, uh, the uh, books. And, uh, and so they said, do you want us to stop while you're doing the show? And I said, no, keep going. I want to get it done tonight. I want to get all of this in before dark. And so while I've got two guys here to help bring all these totes in, um, there's about 20 totes, uh, huge totes full that will come in with this this load that was in the back of my, my van stacked high and et cetera. So um, the, uh, the dynamic of comprehending what books do you have in your library? What compass are you using? So if somebody else has already done something and has written about it, it saves you a lot of time and it makes a wise investment of your m- uh, money, your resources, your time, and all of the things when somebody else can help you to be able to learn from the past and what it's been written. And I know that now we have the internet. And so a lot of people will say, well, I can search this stuff on the internet much faster than I can find it in a book. True. And we do have AI now, where AI can write, you can give it a topic, and it will write a synopsis for you. But my question to you is, what happens if we lost the Internet? What if we lost the ability to have all of these wonderful knowledge that we've connected over a period of time, not available to us uh, via electronic uh, methodology, can you could begin to comprehend how long it would take to rewrite these books again? So I'm going to say that I think it is extremely, extremely essential that we maintain regular libraries with written, recorded information. Uh, as I went through Linda's um, Uh, library. One of the things she has is a lot of the old cassette tapes. Well, there are a few people that still have a cassette player, but they do denigrate over time. And of course, she had started collecting some uh, CDs. Okay. Um, And CDs, though, are going by the wayside, too, and they do get scratched easier. So until we find a better way that's going to be really sustainable, we need to maintain a, a library that's a written library. And, of course, then you have disasters as we had in Denver and in, of course, Hawaii with fires that destroy valuable um, uh, libraries, uh, books and, and things. So we do have to find ways to preserve these things and fortunately one of the things that Linda and I did is we have a lot of the duplicate books because we studied a lot of things together uh, via the internet in the last few years of our lives. Uh, We have been working on Zoom and uh, through my my own meeting system we've been interacting over the internet on a more and more basis because both of us are getting up in elder years and it's much more easy for us to work from our kitchen or our living room or our office or wherever we may have a computer set up or a telephone set up so that we can interact. And so when Peter uh, created this uh, uh, new system that he created, I got to thinking, what am I going to do with it? Uh, and so one of the things that he mentioned is being able to post our emails and etc. So one of the things that I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be, um, I, I will not probably be for every uh, program that we do, but I will see how many that I can get uh, organized as we go through, is to make a little more outline and make an email about what I talk about. Because sometimes I have no clue what I'm going to be talking about until I say it. Because I am a person that I present as I'm divinely inspired I often have no clue what I'm going to say and then after I say it I have no clue what I said so I'm so grateful to have the recording so that I can read listen back and say okay what did I actually say um, and so that is a, a flaw I can say uh, that I have but also a blessing um, you know that I talk often about a new revelation that's been given to the planet. Um, and one of the books that this year we will be studying will be a shortened version that somebody created called A New Revelation Exploring the Urentia Book, U-R-A-N-T-I-A book. Okay, well, you know that, and it's written by James R. Watkins, James, J-A-M-E-S-R as the middle initial. Watkins, W-A-T-K-I-N-S. And it's called A New Revelation, Poland, Exploring the Arantia Book. And he's done an exceptionally good job for a fast trip through uh, the Arantia Papers. And so I am going to be adding this as uh, a number one, uh, uh, a tier one, I call it, uh, books for chaplains, is because you need to be able to explain a little bit about what the Arantia papers are and the values of them, just as you would about the Bible or the Talmud or any other scripture that's used by religions uh, and spiritual uh, people around the planet, Uh, Taoism, you know, you, you name it, and the different types of dynamics that people have learned how to learn about to keep their compass morally straight. And so, uh, while there is an exodus from many of the religions um, and into uh, having a much more alignment with our inner self, what are we divinely inspired to do? And you know from my past uh, programs, I've often talked about personalized education. Um, that's still one of my core uh, uh, projects of the Ideal Ads Network is we'll have be developing more and more on that site for creating the list of books uh and dynamics that we will do so we're going to be adding another category to uh to that instead of having two different uh sites we're going to be in fact many sites we're going to be um scaling back on many of our domains and instead use the ideal ads um here's a dot com not a dot net i think <laughs> um for us to be able to create um a, a a tab for each category of books or topics that you might need to know well what i discovered i discovered this year thanks to um my good friend um and business partner cheyenne uh, kramer who wrote, uh, uh, her and her husband wrote, Skip the Politics and Create Heaven on Earth. Um, And uh, this is a book that I introduced uh, several times over the last couple years. uh, Is one of your first books that you should have in your library. Again, Skip the Politics and Create Heaven on Earth. It's a fast walk through uh, the dynamic of um, what you need to know how to be able to make a Wise choice in the political system, and so she told me about a book that she had found that was um, the uh, supposedly the r- original Outwitting the Devil script. Because the book that we use is uh, Napoleon Hill's uh, version, with um, that was developed and edited and annotated by Sharon Lecture, L-E-C-H-T-E-R. L-E-C-H-T-E-R. And so this is the one that is uh, the Napoleon Hill um, now publishes this version with a level of CDs, okay? But there is another book out there that's the same called Outwitting the Devil, and uh, this is why it's important. Uh, This is what I'll be able to do. I can take a picture of these and I can post it in um, my email as an attachment. And so I can show you what I'm talking about. Um, And this one is called The Original Unedited Complete Text. Okay? And I just happened as I'm going through uh, my project for this uh, first part of the couple months is to go through both of these books side by side and see what is the difference between what was originally in the manuscript and then what did uh, Sharon uh, create as a um, an, uh, an annotated. She made some comments in it and et cetera. Uh, and I found something very um, unusual that um, I, I like about his original version. So while my suggestion is going to be for people to get both copies so you can make some comparison, But I noticed that in this book, for instance, um, it has environment, the chapter on environment, the builder of character as chapter nine, whereas Sharon Lecter has the environment inside of one chapter called chapter 12. Uh, Now, what she has done is she's listed and kind of worked around this seven principle ideas, and I've talked about this in the past. So the seven principles are this. One, definiteness of purpose. Know your definite purpose. What are you doing? The next one is mastery over self, Self self-control. You are the captain of your own ship, and you need to steer it safely and in the direction you want it to, to end up landing at. Number three is learning from adversity. You know, that uh, I had that favorite saying, I've never made a mistake in my entire life, but wow, I had a lot of learning lessons. So uh, this is the adversity part of it. And then number four is environment. Number five is time. Number six is harmony. Number seven is caution. So what Sharon Lecter has done in in Chapter 12 has put together the interview with the devil on environment, time, harmony, and caution, whereas the original script had Chapter 9 as building the environment, the uh, builder of character. And as I read through this way that uh, it was laid out in the original, I like it much more efficient it's much more along what my brain works with because then chapter 10 is on time chapter 11 is harmony and chapter 12 is caution so by being able to do that and then at the end of of number chapter 12 is a summary and so i find that the way the original uh, text that uh, Cheyenne had discovered that is being published uh, by Sound Wisdom and it's sound, S-O-U-N-D, wisdom, W-I-S-D-O-M dot com. So I'm, I still haven't found uh, uh, whether this is uh, going to be staying in print or what the situation is because like I said, I just dis- that we've just discovered it. Um, and so I am going to be going through, and this is my first project, is to compare the two, because as before, Outwitting the Devil is the uh, the second book uh, that we uh, we utilize in our uh, series uh, for the chaplain's course. So um, you will uh, be able to compare that, and we will do a complete, uh, probably a weekend on this uh, Outwitting the Devil. Um, we will start doing this year more uh, meetups in local communities. And our goal is to develop a center, an ideal universal society center, and we, I'm not sure exactly what we're going to call it for sure, whether we're going to keep it as that, or whether we're going to call it the art of living centers. We are still uh, developing the core set of that, and our goal is within the next few years is to have, and America could happen and we could have them all open in a year's time. Uh, that all depends on funding and on people. To have uh, one center in every county in the United States, and I think there's a thousand two center or counties, and then around the planet in populated areas specifically first. Uh, And uh, being teaching English as the primary language, uh, and we will begin developing centers so that we can develop a a system that is very doable to creating paradise on earth. So um, one of our books that uh, we started that started me on this path, and I always give credit where credit due, is by Eckhart Tolle, E-C-K-H-A-R-T. And then his last name is T O L L E Eckert, Tolle, and he wrote a New Earth Awakening to Your Life's Purpose. And this was one of the books that um, I actually got into a lot of trouble with um, the churches here locally because um, they sent some missionaries to point me the errors of my ways. Um, to um, on the and, of course, this was a book that was the Oprah Winfrey's Book of the Month Club that she had one year uh, one month. And uh, we had a group of people that were following along with, uh, with Oprah and her books. So it was her that was the one that revealed this book to us, and I had never heard of this person before. Well, one of the things that our church has always done, the Golden Rule Ministries has always done, is do comparative learning. We like to compare what other people say about things, and is it life empowering or not? In other words, does it outwit the evil? Does it outwit the devil? Is it life empowering or death empowering? So we make a, a dynamic on that level so the other book that we're uh, that will be a part or is a part of our chaplain's course is called the Prosperity Bible, P R O S P E R T I T Y Bible, and in it it has uh, uh, about nineteen authors in it I think that are written about the law of prosperity. You know that Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich. And he actually released that before he uh, uh, did Outwitting the Devil uh, that got released. Uh, And so, you know, the history that I've explained on that. So what we will be doing is studying each of these authors and their primary work uh, featuring, you know, Napoleon Hill, Benjamin Franklin, James Allen, Wallace D. Wattles, uh, Ernest Holmes, and Florence scovel Shin and many many others that are featured, and you know that Andrew Andrew Carnegie was very much a very leader in influencing uh, Napoleon Hill, and so a new book that we have just added for research is called Soul S O U L Bomb B-O-M, by Rain Wilson R A. I-N-N Wilson, W-I-L-S-O-N. And I've just received these books, um, and uh, this book, uh, and I have the the three of us that study these things. Of course, Linda's not with us now, so I only ordered three. Um, We used to have five that were doing reverse, and so Linda and another one has already graduated. In other words, my husband has already graduated from the planet, and so we're down to three instead of the five we started out with this project. And uh, it has a workbook that came along with it, uh, and um, it says, uh, it's soul, B-O-O-M, why we need a spiritual revolution. So that's going to be the topic of this year's dynamic, is why do we need a spiritual revolution? Uh, And so it just so happened that somebody wrote a book about that. So ask and you shall receive. So um, it's going to be an exciting 2024. We're going to be moving ahead very, very quickly on many of the things uh, that we have been trying to pull together for the last, uh, well, I usually say since World War II. Uh, we kind of lost our way uh, and it's time for us to find our way back to why our men and women were fighting and dying uh, to save. Uh, this planet uh, from evil and um, so I see it's almost we're out of time so uh, you can get a hold of me of course At my phone number 812 664 7419 and our new site ideal network dot info so back to you Peter
1: Excellent information. And for those people that are listening in, you'll probably want to hear this again. So if you go back to com forward slash ideal, you'll be able to hear this so you can pick up some of the notes and some of the things that Darlene had referenced. And um, I I was uh, following you along the way, and I'm like, you know, massive projects, great information. These are the types of things that you just don't get right away. It's not the first time you hear it that you'll be able to get the whole thing. So you really have to immerse yourself into these types of issues. And I'm so glad the two um, Darlene's, if you will, the two old ladies, are now outwitting the devil. So it'll be a a great year. And um, I always just – a little note personally – I always felt a little uncomfortable with the year 23. It just was a number that I was not – it just didn't feel good. But I totally feel good about the number 24, maybe because it's an even number. I'm not sure. But I'm looking forward to a great new year with you, Darlene, as well. So we're going to catch everybody next week on Building Fortunes Radio. And check out her new website as she's building it. It's IdealNetwork.info, IdealNetwork.info, where you can find information on the Ideal Network. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.
0: been listening to the Ideal Network radio show on buildingfortunesradio.com. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the buildingfortunesradio.com website to hear more statements with Darlene Sartori and Peter Mingle. Darlene encourages everyone to join the Ideal Network so you can say I live the ideal life where I do everything around life, love, liberty and laughter. It's been our privilege to have you listen in. Darlene, Peter, and I want to say thanks for listening and ask you to spread the word. Tell a friend, join our newsletter, and go make a difference in your world.
2: This episode is made possible by PwC. When unprecedented times are all the time, it's time to start walking the talk. Leaders like you turn to PwC to see and stay ahead. Upskill your workforce, use intelligent automation, and transform big ideas into breakthrough outcomes. Explore the human-led, tech-powered solutions that help you thrive. It's all part of the new equation. Learn more at thenewequation.com.